Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Gem State, The Trials of Chad and Lori Daybell. This is episode 10. In episode 9, we found out that Lori was guilty. The verdict came came after the jury deliberated for just about six hours. If you haven't heard that episode, I definitely recommend going back and checking that one out. We had a very interesting conversation with Ryan Black, local defense attorney, who was able to shed a lot of light and give a lot of insight into what what might be going on in the defense's mind, how how they deal with a case of this magnitude and what it's like just on the day to day with clients, uh, with guilty or innocent clients. It was a very interesting conversation. This time we have another one for you. Our reporter who has been in the courtroom every day of the trial, Angela Kerndall, is here to talk to us just about what it was like and what she experienced. Thanks for being here, Angela. You're welcome, of course. Excited excited to have you. You were there every day. So a lot of the reporting that we did, actually mm-hmm. all of the reporting we did in this podcast was directly because of the reporting you were doing. And so they obviously thank you for, for all of your hard work on this. That yeah, was awesome. Of course. <laughs> what, what was it like? Paint, paint a picture for us. We didn't have cameras in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows... You know, aside from the verdict, what was it like for you just when you show up in the morning? What what what's happening? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What's going on? I guess when we show up in the morning, there's um, lots of cameras, of course, from news organizations across the country, uh, um, local news organizations. So we always get shots of um, all the players walking in the courthouse. Sometimes we'll hear from Larry Woodcock. He would give us sound almost every day. He was very generous with that. Um, trying to think. Um, once we saw all the players head in, we go through um, security and make our way up to the courthouse or the courtroom or um, to the viewing area to see, yeah, to see things play out. So you were in the overflow room or the viewing room, as you called it, uh, so m- most of the time. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What was that setup like? Uh-huh. I'm I'm just picturing a row of chairs and a TV. What, mm-hmm. Is that pretty close? Like what happened? Yeah, there's like a big projector screen at the front of the room. And then there's a couple of other monitors um, further back in the room. Uh, you have a view of Lori and her attorneys, very uh, far away, wide shot view of them. Not super easy to see what she looks like from there. And then you see the prosecution and the judge. And yeah. Not the best view from down there, but... Gotcha. Yeah. And so you couldn't see the jury, is that right? No, you couldn't from 
From downstairs, no. From downstairs, got mm-hmm. it. Okay, so only, obviously if you were in the courtroom, mm-hmm. you could. When you could see Lori, whether you were in court or on the on the monitors, mm-hmm. what sort of, what was her demeanor? Mm-hmm. Was was she pretty relaxed? Was she stoic? What, what yeah. was happening? I think <clears throat> from the times that I saw her uh, in the courtroom, she seemed, you know, uh, pretty relaxed. A lot of times, though, she will try to, like, turn her back to the gallery so it's not super easy to see her uh, <clears throat> or she'd be like looking down taking notes so um, but other times you'd see her smiling chit-chatting with her attorneys and uh, yeah looking pretty relaxed and yeah interesting <laughs> but definitely the last day when the verdict was read she was very serious uh, she had a straight face the entire time um, she didn't shed any tears or anything, like which was very different than the entire rest of the the tri- uh, the rest of the trial, um, where she didn't look like all that serious, I guess. Yeah, interesting. Now you said she didn't shed any tears. Was there any emotion betrayed when? No the- emotion that I saw. Yeah. Wow. She, like once it was over, she just had her arms crossed, and um, when she left the courtroom, basically, yeah, no, not showing any emotion. What, that I could tell. Now, what was the emotion in the courtroom like when... Mm-hmm. When the verdict was read. Yeah. Uh, so I was sitting right in like the aisle right next to um, Kate and Larry Woodcock. So they were crying like the entire time. I'm sure very relieved once they kept hearing the guilty verdict. Guilty um, one after another. Uh, they were holding hands with each other. Or yeah, holding hands and crying. Um, I saw other people in the courtroom too, once it was all over, leaving with tears in their eyes, you know, people who don't have any connection to the case at all, other than they're there and they want to see what happens. Um, so definitely emotional, um, once the verdict was read. I bet. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things with this trial is there was a lot of pretty gruesome Mm -hmm. detail, right? They... They gave a lot of evidence, like when Detective Hermosillo mm-hmm. testified about finding finding the bodies mm-hmm. and and what that was like, mm-hmm. or the autopsies. Yeah, that that was really tough. What what was that like for you? What was that like in the courtroom? What how did you process all of that? Um, it was very hard to see. I um, yeah, when Detective Hermosillo was sharing the evidence, it's or sharing what he saw when the bodies were recovered. It was very hard to hear, very, very sad. And seeing the images of um, of JJ, you know, uh, how he looked when he was found was just very heartbreaking. Um, really, really hard to see. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm looking at this child, you know? Yeah. Um, and I know one of the days that those photos were shown, um, Kay wasn't there, but Larry was, and he. There were sketches of him sobbing like the entire time because it was just so hard to see. Um, and he said, you know, there are some things you cannot unsee. So later on, when they showed more of the autopsy photos, we didn't get to see them um, as members of the public, but the jurors had to see them like very even more graphic images than we had seen previously. And yeah, he he and his wife were not there. I'm sure very relieved that they didn't have to see that and didn't have to. Yeah, don't have to live with seeing that for the rest of their lives. Right. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think one thing that might get overlooked is the impact on the jury. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. know there's already kind of been a few interviews out there for from a few different sources with with jurors. I know we're working on our own right now, but the impact of mm-hmm. seeing because they had to look at yeah. each piece of this mm-hmm. that I my my heart goes out to them because mm-hmm. boy you you really you get wrangled into this thing now you're here for mm-hmm. what six weeks mm-hmm. seven weeks you know from jury selection on yeah and now you're having to look at this mm-hmm. really awful mm-hmm. stuff um you know my certainly our our thanks goes out to the jury for for their service in this case because that was a, a big undertaking mm-hmm. now one of the questions that i had with ryan black who was the defense attorney here last week mm-hmm. it felt as though there was this mountain of evidence that the prosecution brought in mm-hmm. they had 63 witnesses testify mm-hmm. they had at least that many exhibits, right? Mm-hmm. The defense, on the other hand, had no witnesses. Mm-hmm. They had no evidence. They had no. There was it. It felt lackluster mm-hmm. it, from, and and I don't mean this to be critical of them as much as maybe it's just my own lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. But it seemed, at least from where we were sitting like the defense was maybe doing the best with what they could. What what was kind of your impression of the defense and what was happening? What, um, what was going on there? I think it, Um, I don't know if it was all that surprising. They don't have the burden of proof like the prosecution does. So right. that's not really their job. Um, and I think they tied together what they could pretty well um, in their closing arguments with what they had. Mm-hmm. The defense... Even when they were on cross-examination, I think mm-hmm. there was two times where they really kind of pushed back mm-hmm. on someone to say, wait a minute, uh-huh. that's not what you said in grand yeah. jury, or that's not, mm-hmm. that's not right. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time was, it was really a pretty, yeah, kind of pretty basic thing. And mm-hmm. so I was just curious if anything stood out to you as far as like. Yeah, I think they had, they had already won in a sense because the death, um, death penalty was off the table so they had already kind of yeah that's a that's yeah. a big win mm-hmm. right and they got Definitely. that done pre-trial mm-hmm. i know i know one thing that you know i guess if they were really the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, prepared for a death penalty trial. Mm-hmm. I from what I hear mm-hmm. from uh, anonymous sources, from what I've heard, they were just as surprised as anybody else that mm-hmm. that the judge ruled that way. Mm-hmm. And so, if you were prepared, that was just a month before trial started. Mm-hmm. So, if you had prepared this whole time for a death penalty case, and then now it's no longer a death penalty case, you don't exactly have a bunch of time to now. Well, let's start over with a new defense strategy, right? <laughs> and so I I know that that definitely has 
played a a big uh, a big role in there. What what are some other things that you noticed as far as like when you were in there? Mm-hmm. What what's a question I haven't asked yet? <laughs> I guess um, what what else we found interesting was there are so many people, um, not even just media um, reporters and whatnot. There were just so many uh, women, mostly who are just interested in the case that have no real connection at all. They just want to see, they've been following the case for years and they, they want to see Lori found guilty. So they're there every day, like a a handful of women who were there every single day, um, not getting paid to be there. They're not like producing content for YouTube or uh, podcasts or anything like that. They're just, they're just there because they want to see what, what it's like to see her in person. They want to see um, what they think is justice for those kids and Tammy Daybell. Um, yeah, so that was very interesting to see. Um, and it was pretty, it's pretty, um, interesting to me that mostly in the courtroom, like there's a handful of reporters, but then everyone else is mostly just interested in the case. They want to be there. Just, yeah, not getting paid to be there, but they're there. Did, did you get the chance to talk to any of those, those women? Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> And they, a lot of the, or, well, everyone we've talked to uh, had their mind made up about Lori. They Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So there was no, there was nobody there that was like, let's just see how this plays out. They <laughs> No, they all had their minds made up. The ones that we talked to, at least. Right. And <clears throat> yeah, I guess it was interesting that those, the courtroom seats fill up within a minute. Like it's nearly impossible to get a seat in the courtroom unless you're like on the little button like seconds before eight o'clock because there's all these people who have so much interest. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we should explain uh, for our listeners that don't, don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. We had to reserve a seat the day before mm-hmm. and they would go live at like noon or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And by 1201, the seats were all gone. And we had to do that for, for your seat too. Mm-hmm the the media did not get any any special treatment there um and so that's uh that that's what angela's referring to Mm -hmm. here is yeah if you were not so Mm -hmm. those people who uh were there they really wanted to be there Mm -hmm. yeah some people there every single day since opening arguments just because they're maybe they're retired or they don't work and yeah and then other people traveling you know six hours or more from utah other places uh, taking time off work just so they can be there in person. We had one guy we talked to from South Africa. He planned his trip basically around this trial, his uh, trip to the States around this trial. So people Whoa. from all over the place were there because they wanted to see what was going to happen. No kidding. Yeah. Well, he had a YouTube channel, so he's oh, he's okay. interested in other cases here in the States that he is following also. But still, he planned the trip around around being here for the trial, which was super interesting. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Interesting. I know I know this has been really hard on a lot of the reporters even who are there. I know I've heard from a reporter who's been doing court coverage for a long time uh, who's leaving court coverage after this case. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how are you feeling? This was, this was a lot to deal with. What, yeah. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I'm feeling a lot better now that it's over, but, um, 
yeah, it's definitely very draining compared to other kind of co- other kinds of coverage I'm used to doing. Very exhausting. Right. Yeah. You you just got off the Capitol beat uh-huh. and then went straight into mm-hmm. to covering this. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, just draining. Uh, lots of, lots more sleep than I usually get. So yeah, yeah. definitely. <clears throat> um, is there anything you want to you want to add? Oh God, I don't know if there is anything else. I think we covered a lot of ground yeah oh i've got mm-hmm. i've got one more question mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll see how you how you feel about it but um based off of how the evidence went uh-huh. you you were there let's put you in the shoes of the jury do you think the jury got it right oh, not not that you have to say like yeah she was definitely guilty mm-hmm. but like do, do you feel like i think with the evidence they had yeah they there was there was kind of one way this was right. This was gonna go. There was just so much evidence, so I think it would have been hard for um, them to go any other way. Or I mean, it would have been probably very devastating for a lot of people if it went the other way. Definitely. Um, or if it went any other way than yeah. it went. Yeah. Well, and uh, now we know going forward, Arizona has given notice that they intend to extradite Lori to have her tried for. Charles Vallow's murder. Mm-hmm. Also the attempted murder mm-hmm. of B- Brandon Boudreau. Mm-hmm. So sh- this this is not really this isn't done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving moving forward there's there's still kind of a lot of a lot of pieces to come out. Mm-hmm. We here at Gem State we will continue to provide updates as more information comes out. Angela, thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for your reporting. You did an excellent job. Thank you. This is Gem State, the trials of Chad and Lori Daybell. You can follow along with us at IdahoNews.com or at CBS2Boise on all social media platforms. We will continue to regularly update this podcast as new information comes out as the sentencing comes up we still have the the sentencing that we're uh we're facing and that's uh what two months from now i think uh or about three months is what they're expecting they still have to do a pre-sentencing report um for Lori and the judge estimated it could take about three months before that's complete and then they'll be back in the courtroom to set a sentencing date gotcha and so this is mid-May when we're recording this right now. Uh, so three months from now. So we can we will be back as, as the sentencing comes out. We will also uh, kind of keep tabs on everything that's going on with Arizona and have regular updates here. And then we will also update uh, this podcast as well as Chad Daybell uh, trial stuff gets underway. So make sure you are subscribed so you get updates as we continue to to move forward uh, through this, the rest of this process. There's still a lot going on there. Thank you for following along. This is Gem State.